Madison's Alternative, 1067 at the Resistance. This week for the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Rhett Repco. Hello. Hi. Where is home for you? Currently, I'm located in uh, Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. Is that where you grew up, too? Yeah, it is. We don't hear about a lot of artists coming out of Maryland. Yeah. Where, where are most artists from? Like, the West Coast or... You know, you think of the big cities like Nashville, L.A. Sure. Yeah. So Nashville kind of is like another second home base for me because I do a lot of my recording work there at this point. So I, I kind of consider myself half out of Nashville. I don't know. <laughs> half Nashvillean? Yeah, exactly. Half Nashville, half East Coast. That's kind of me. All right. How long have you been making music? Quite a while. Putting out music, probably five years maybe. But I've been making music for i don't even know 10 15 years i don't know quite a while right do you have like any memories like as a child i made a song i love it this is what i'm going to do forever not so much the song it's just like there are certain artists that i heard and saw them i guess and that's what made me want to do music and then when i first really picked up the guitar that like just picking up the guitar alone was like enough i didn't even have to write a song yet you know did you always want to be a frontman? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I did play saxophone in middle school. So that was like my first entry to kind of a musical instrument. But that wasn't really, you know, like a traditional pop or rock band setting. So my first like instrument in like the pop world was a guitar. And yeah, I pretty much always just had that insight, I guess. Do you think that some people are just like born with frontman energy? Or do you think it's something that a lot of people have to tune? I think that most people that are a front person would probably be born that way. But I think there's maybe a smaller sliver of people that maybe started out even in a band, you know, on bass or drums, and then they kind of transitioned into a front person. But I'd like to think that most front men and women, like, I think they kind of start out that way, right? Your bio says you've been inspired by producers like Butch Vig. We love him. He's a local yeah. guy for us here in Madison. Oh, wow. Do you have influences for writing music? Yeah, I have so many. Like that's, I like the question a lot and it's just so countless. So again, like it's kind of what the bio says. So I don't want to, I've said it a lot, but basically the Beals and Nirvana are the, the first two, you know, big artists that got me into music. And they're my all time biggest inspiration. They're the ones that keep me kind of going. But that doesn't mean that my songs like writing wise are inspired by that they're kind of weightly inspired by it changes you know every year you know you get inspired by different things my biggest thing right now is a lot of 80s styles so like right now i'm really inspired by um this is crazy enough but I like I like madonna i like hollow notes some of the michael jackson stuff like the thriller album um i like wham but that's just kind of like my main stuff right now but again like any good song that i hear that comes on the radio like I, I just cherry pick my favorite sounds, you know, or like, oh, I like that kind of style of a melody. Like, you know, it really is just kind of like this Frankenstein of all the music I like. And I really think that some of that like new wave sound from the 80s, the synth and all that stuff mm -hmm. has made a really big comeback the last couple of years. Yeah. And I, I've been trying to like, I'm not, I feel more confident as a synth guy. I didn't get in the synth funny until like the past couple of years. But lately the past year, I've been really trying to, kind of do my research on like what if I really like a sound like I'll ask some of my producer friends like what what instrument what synth is that exactly like I just want to know in case I want to create something in that style so I think I have a better idea kind of like 
for guitars, I kind of know, depending on what tone I want, I kind of know what guitar to pick up. I'm kind of getting to that point with synths where I kind of know where I want to reach for, for a certain sound. And I think that's cool. So how many instruments can you play? I don't know. Not like a crazy amount. I mean, guitar and singing, that's like my main instrument. And that's why I like, that's all I want to say I can play, you know, but I do play other things to get the job done. Like I do write a lot of my songs on piano. I don't think I'm ready to perform on piano yet. I don't, I'm not that confident, but I, it's, it's a big tool for me, you know, like at least half of my songs are written on piano. Um, and then piano goes in the synth. So I, I pretty much play all my synth parts now. Uh, I'm trying to get better. I want to get better at bass. It's just, you know, I'm just trying to do whatever it needs. You know, I, I have the ear for it, I guess. So as long as I can recreate that sound in my head, that's all I care about. I don't, I don't need to be a virtuoso on the instrument. That's not my goal. You have a bachelor's in music and you self-produced your first two EPs. Have you produced other people's work as well? So I did a lot of production work in college. Yeah. They weren't for like big artists or anything, but for quite a few years, I mean, I wasn't even recording much of my own music at that point. I was just working on a lot of, you know, local pop bands, rock bands. And I actually did a lot of like classical uh, music recording because a lot of the people at college, they always needed audition tapes done. And I kind of got known as the guy to go to for just a really, you know, good, clean recording. But then once I started putting out my own music, I kind of put the production stuff on the side for other artists. That doesn't mean I won't do that again sometime, but just really focus on my own music right now. And I imagine there's more pressure in working on your own stuff. Yeah, I just feel like there's more on the line, right? I mean, like yeah. you're, just, you're really invested. And it's not to say that you're not invested in other people's music, but you only have one role. Like, I just, it's only my role to make sure it sounds as good as it does. You know, with my music, I have all the roles basically, right? Or at least if it doesn't, if someone doesn't do their job properly, and I'm not saying they wouldn't, but you know, it comes back to me. Like it's, I got to fix it, you know? So that's why it's just your name on the, on the yeah, market. Yeah, the day, <laughs> better <laughs> for worse. <laughs> so what's coming up for you? Honestly, it's still a little fuzzy with, cause I, I haven't, been playing shows during the covid um situation so currently i'm just i'm really focused on writing music and trying to record music for i don't know what's going to come up next at least another big single soon but it might be an ep because i just i have a lot of the songs i'm kind of just feeling it as i go we're putting out one single at a time at this point and we're seeing kind of what makes the most sense next you know so if people want to reach out to you or interact with you, what's the best way to do that? Do you have, like, are you more active on Twitter than you are on Instagram or anything like that? I, I try to respond to everything as much as possible, but I think Instagram and Facebook are the ones I check the most. So you can either leave comments on those or even send me direct messages and I'll try and get back to people. But, you know, if you message me or something on Twitter or TikTok, like, I check and YouTube as well. I get a lot of comments on YouTube and I try and get to those people. So it kind of gets to me regardless, you know, I'll get back to people. So reach out to you now while you still have time to reach out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it, it just fans mean a lot to me. You know, I'm like, if they're, I try and do what I can for them, you know, like I know the music the song like touches someone, like, I don't know. I feel responsible. I just want to take care of them. And especially right now when you don't necessarily get to shake hands at the merch booth or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like more essential now than ever, right? Yeah. So we're getting to know you. So I have some rapid fire questions. Okay. Do you sleep with your socks on or off? That's 
personal. Uh, I, I I like socks off. I don't right. know. <laughs> What's the most used app on your phone? Most used app? Oh my god! Probably maybe Spotify or my voice memo app. I don't know. I mean, I'm always recording. Like I'll just be walking around town on the sidewalk. My eye, I'll just think like I don't care. You know, I don't. I'm not like saying it loud or anything, but I'm always getting ideas down. What's something you always forget to pack when you travel? I feel like it's not a big thing, but I always like to carry around a charger, like a portable charger for my phone. And a lot of times, like I never use that normally. So the day of traveling, like, I, I charge that thing and I'll just like leave it on an outlet. And then I like get on the plane. I'm like, I don't have the charger with me. Like it's, that's, so that's the one thing I guess. And it's not crazy essential. What's your favorite road trip snack? Probably not a healthy one, but I'm bored and I want to treat myself. Like I just, I like M&Ms. I like like a good go-to candy. Just regular M&Ms? Uh, yeah, I think just the regular M&Ms are my favorite. <laughs> What's your favorite drink? Um, not picky with alcohol. So as long as it's not too sweet, that's my main thing. I just want it to be like a nice medium or like a dark thing. And then favorite non-alcoholic, probably iced tea. I just really like iced tea. I don't drink a ton of it, but when I do, that's my favorite. Tacos or pizza? I like pizza. I mean, they're both great. It's just pizza is like, it's a little easier, quicker. I feel like you don't have to think as much about like what I want in it and stuff. Yeah. More portable. Yeah. (laughs) Who would you most like to tour with? Oh my gosh. Uh, There's so many options. I I only pick one. I'm going to pick an alt band just because it's directly in my genre. And currently right now, I think the 1975, I'd like to tour with them a lot. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And what or who is the inspiration behind your new song, Late Nights? It, it's just about wanting to be with like a perfect, a dream girl, I guess. Like it's not even just a dream girl, but it's about wanting to be with your dream best friend, you know, just someone that you really bond with, connect with. And musically, I wanted it to be not crazy alternative or too edgy like some music i'm not trying to make it edgy but just you know i I always say dark i want it dark make it alternative but late nights i just wanted it very musical i wanted it to be the dynamics of it is very important to me i want it to the chorus to feel like it's really big and the verses to get kind of small i like how even though it's a rock song it's kind of like the acoustic guitar is more forward in that mix so i just like how kind of light and airy and happy sounding it is you know it's kind of a little bit of a change of pace compared to more of my music. So that's kind of the inspiration, just switching it up a little bit. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Well, thank you so much for everything, for playing my music and just supporting me. I, I appreciate it so much. We're going to listen to Late Nights by Rhett Repco right now on The Resistance. <laughs> 